0: In the bitch booted, swole. Got
1: what's up guys it's Andy Priscilla, and this is the show for the say goodbye to the lies the fakeness and delusions of modern society and welcome to motherfucking reality guys today we have a Q and AF what <laughs> What are you laughing at?
0: I was waiting for the rest of it. What, what's the rest of it?
1: Well, you got to tell people to pay the fucking fee. Okay. All right, guys. Hey, <laughs> listen. If this is your first time listening, uh, we got a fee for the show. The fee is very simple. If you like the show, if it made you think, if it, if it made you uh, have a different perspective, if it made you laugh, if it entertained you, if it provided some sort of value, share the show for us. Okay? I'm not going to run ads in this show. Go back and listen to the however many hundreds of episodes I've done. You won't hear fucking ads you'll hear content that helps motherfuckers it makes people think it makes people laugh it makes people have a a a different perspective all right i like value exchange that's what america's about if i do good you do good for me so show me a solid if you like the show man share it yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah all right so what we got today we got q and Q and a f so guys as always we have three questions for andy you guys um, have been killing it, sending your questions in. Uh, remember, you can always send those in to uh, email those in to askandy at And With
1: that being said... Yeah, as a reminder too, guys, uh, you know, these questions can be about anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it could be about anything we got going on or fu- fucking anything. There's nothing off limits for me. Dude. Business life. Yeah, this uh, show's called Real as Fuck. Black people. I mean, uh, whatever. <laughs> well, whatever, bro. <laughs> Fuck, fucking white people. Yeah, white people. Fuck, dude yeah fucking yeah mayonnaise whatever whatever you got bro what was that thing i sent you last night holy fuck holy shit holy fuck i did not know i don't even know if we could talk about it on the show because like it's like (laughs) it's like first of all it made me embarrassed to be fucking caucasian all right and 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 like can we can we as white people get a little a fucking little bit cooler yeah, yeah, a little man. bit. Yeah, Fucking a little bit cooler, bro. Dude, it was bad. Okay, it and was bad. What was it? Describe to the so people.
0: It was apparently what it, it
1: was that you saw.
0: It would be the equivalent of Miley Cyrus doing a hip, uh, rap vax pro vaccine video.
1: These motherfuckers. Okay, first of all, I found so out. imagine that. Yeah, I found out that that was New Zealand, not Australia. Okay. Because I sent it to all my Australian friends. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I, no, I said, hey, see, motherfucker, you motherfuckers are nerdier than us. <laughs> yeah. And they got pissed off. And they all sat back. They're like, that's New Zealand. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about you New Zealand people. Yeah. Bro, what the fuck you guys doing? They're making these, they get these raps. They made a rap
0: song about getting. I don't even know. I don't even think we can call it rap, bro. Like that was bad. What was it? I don't know. Just a jar of fucking mayonnaise. Yeah. So we got three questions for you, man. So let's go ahead and knock this out. Mm -hmm. Um, So the first question, it's actually perfect because you mentioned this. Uh, you mentioned this a co- of times, I'm sure, um, but you just recently m- mentioned this in the, uh, in the intro, um, value exchange. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you personally, how do you determine someone's value? Um, and then I guess the flip side of that is, you know, how uh,
1: definitely by their skin color. Well, I mean, that's I what mean, I was according to the yeah. mass media. Yeah. That's what know? I was assuming. Yeah, yeah Totally. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like next saying, question.
0: Yeah, right, right. But seriously, how, how do fucking you determine idiots. somebody's value? And and on the flip side of that, how does somebody really create value? You
1: know, skills and well, I would I just say traits aside, how do they create value? Well, dude, the easiest way to create value is to look for the shit nobody's willing to do and fucking do it real good. That that's the easiest way to fucking become extremely valuable, yeah. extremely fast. Um, the other way is to look for problems that need to be solved. You know, a lot the the value is created from the problems that need to be solved that nobody's willing to acknowledge. Right? That's where the most value is. The va- the shit that nobody wants to do, nobody wants to acknowledge, people want to look past um they want to pretend like there's bigger problems or this or that. And and dude, like there's a shit ton of value in solving problems, bro. Every great product that's ever been developed solved a problem. Um Every great company that's ever existed uh, solved a problem. You know what I mean? Some of them fucking create the problem, then solve the problem as we're finding out. Yeah. You know? Uh, So it's about fucking doing the shit that no one's willing to do, man. And the harder the path, uh, usually the more value. And it's very simple. This is something that we inherently know as humans, uh, but spend our whole lives trying to avoid because we don't want things to be difficult. Mm. You know? And uh when you embrace the difficulties and embrace the idea that like, hey, dude, uh, I could become pretty value, valuable in the marketplace or valuable inside of an organization by looking for issues that, that need to be solved, uh, anticipating, uh, anticipating those and solving them before they're even issues. That's the ultimate value. Like if you become someone who can anticipate problems and solve them before they become problems and then show that how you did that, man, that's value. Yeah, You know, but people don't like to do that. People like to show up. They like to come in with their fucking Starbucks. They like to eat a couple of fucking donuts. They like to talk about the fucking Kardashians. And they like to go home and sit on their fat fucking ass. Yeah. And that's the reality of humans. And then they like to cry on Instagram about why she didn't go in their way. So I don't have any sympathy for y'all can fuck off with your bullshit. <laughs> I, for real, dude. Like this political correct fucking society that that pretends like they don't know inherent things like when you solve a problem, you get rewarded. Uh, or when you work hard, you get rewarded. Like, I'm not like, this is just fucking crazy. Yeah. It's very simple, bro. If an idiot like me can figure it out, so can you. It's just, don't, you know, most people are spending their whole lives trying to avoid it. That's dope. All right. Question number two, can you explain, this is actually a
0: question I've had for, for a while. Um, but I know your answer is going to be fucking amazing. Can you explain the difference between entrepreneur and intrapreneur? Can you just give us a quick little rundown on that?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, dude, entrepreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs are a, uh, a special breed, man. These are people that you like in the meme, they'll jump off a cliff and build a motherfucking parachute on the way to fuck down, you know? And I think people who are entrepreneurs are, are uh, build, They're able to, um, they're able to move outside of the limits and constraints of what typical society, uh, works. They free thinkers. They're people who are good, critical thinkers. Uh, they're people who are comfortable with uncertainty. Um, and I think the uncertainty thing is the biggest part, the biggest difference between intrapre- a great entrepreneur and a great entrepreneur is that the great entrepreneur is totally comfortable being uncertain about what the fuck is going on. Whereas the great entrepreneur uh, values that security a little bit more, and doesn't really uh, <clears throat> want to go have their nuts on the line, uh, so to speak. yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um the the principles of succeeding at both are are very similar. I mean, they're the same. You know it's just what I said in the last answer. it's, yeah. it's finding uh, you know if you're if you're the CEO um, or the main person in your business, it, it's about identifying the problems and solving the problems as a company. Uh, if if you're an entrepreneur, it's about solving the problems within the company, right? And I, you know what I mean. Right. So it's very similar. All the success principles are very parallel. I just I think, in my opinion, from my experience, because it doesn't always equate. Like a lot of good entrepreneurs decide they're going to go try to be entrepreneurs, and they fucking crumble, dude. And there is a vast, and this is the problem with the internet right now. The internet pretends as if being an entrepreneur. Is something that every single fucking human is built for. And it's just not true. Yeah. Most people will be fucking miserable as an entrepreneur. You don't know where your next fucking dollar is coming from. You don't know somebody could walk in the door today and tell you something and do something that fucks up your whole life. And that never changes, it never fucking changes. And most people can't deal with that. So, um, and, and it's a big disparity there, I think. It's not something that converts easily for people that just don't have the ability to, to handle that kind of pressure. So, and also as an entrepreneur, um, if your company gets bigger and bigger, and bigger, you're you're fucking responsible for hundreds, if not thousands, of people sometimes. Yeah. And bro, that's a different kind of pressure that a lot of people don't really even think about. Yeah. You know, like they don't think about uh, are are their employees able to pay their bills or or, or they they don't get that shit. So a lot. And, and and to be fair, bro, uh, I'll be honest. The entrepreneur life, if you're great, is 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 way better. Mm-hmm. It just is. Um, it's not as stressful. You can make a fuck ton of money. You don't have to take a lot of shit home with you mentally, um, and you could turn it off. When you're an entrepreneur, you can't. It never turns off. It. So if you're good. So I mean, like, you know. Uh, I think the biggest thing is, is how, how, how comfortable someone is, uh, dealing with the unknown, yeah. you know, will dictate how successful they convert over from entrepreneur to entrepreneur. But I, like I said, I don't think that a lot of people should, I think, you know, statistically, uh, 7% of humans are entrepreneurs in America. Uh, 1% are what's considered successful. Mm. So, you know. There's a lot of great companies out there doing a lot of cool shit, you know. I, I don't know, man. Like it's you got to figure it out for yourself. I can't answer it, but from my experience, where I've seen people jump from entrepreneur to entrepreneur, um, that's what kills them is yeah. their inability to deal with the uncertainty. Yeah, you know? awesome. And to grind it out for fucking, you know, a lot of people forget too. And this is another point to mention that like when you're with established a company. Uh, usually people are coming to you as customers, right? And so a lot of people inside of an established company will believe that they could just go do that on their own, but they haven't seen no, the no, part-
0: get the same, yeah. yeah that,
1: but yeah. they haven't seen the part where, you know, like 15 years ago when, uh, or, or let's say, what was it, 2009, we made our first supplement here, yeah. you know, and, and, and nobody would buy it because we made it. Right. Cause nobody thought that we were technical enough to make it. They would say shit like, oh, well, you know, will you make that shit in your bathtub? You know, yeah. so nobody knows what it's like to build from there um, when nobody wants you to this opposite side where everybody wants you. Right. Yeah. And when people get in that good climate over there, they end up fucking bolting out and realizing that like outside, dude, it's pretty fucking cold. Yeah. It's a hard road, dude. It takes a long time. And sometimes that's what people need to do to respect the process
0: and respect what's there. Yeah, yeah. Because
1: yeah. like a lot of people take that shit for granted. You know, I see. I've been seeing this shit for a number of years. Uh, good employee, great employees for a company decide they're going to go do this thing, whatever the thing is. They're going to go do it on their own. They're very, very, very rarely, or very rarely successful. Very rarely, and you know, it always starts the same a big this big ordeal on social media oh I'll fucking start my own thing blah 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 and they got they got their friends and their fam- for a change yeah they got yeah. their friends and their family <laughs> saying, yeah oh, good for you good for you good for you check back on that motherfucker in a year yeah shit six months it's a different story <laughs> okay so it's really fucking hard to get traction yeah and unless you're built to walk that path that hasn't been cut yet being an entrepreneur is a great option yeah you know, and being a really, really fucking good one. Most successful, 99% of the successful people on the planet are entrepreneurs, not entrepreneurs.
0: That's so real. Think about that. <clears throat> That's fucking real. All right, our third and final question. Um, over, over the last 23 years in business, Andy, and I've actually, I've heard you say this a few times, right? Um, you've said that there was moments at various times that you wanted to quit. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you? What the fuck else am I going to do?
1: Look, dude, I don't have any other options. I don't have a college fucking degree. I don't have, I can't, I. well, I mean, now I could. Like, now I could go get a job as a CEO or whatever somewhere. But, like, um, for the longest time, you know, I have fucking no options. So, uh, what, what am I going to do? I'm going to quit and go fucking dig ditches? See what I'm saying? That's what I talk about with zero option mentality. People don't get it. The hardest fucking thing that you need to do is to is to convince yourself that you do not have options. Like when you convince yourself thoroughly like you literally do not have a fucking option but to go do this, uh you'll be surprised at how much harder you'll go at that thing and how much more success it'll bring to you. Right? When you know that you the alternative of you uh you know <laughs> your life is to go dig fucking holes for a living. Uh, it'll, it'll force you to do some shit that you don't want to do, mm. especially when you dug some holes before and you know what it's like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, for, for, for the beginning entrepreneur, this is, this is an easy thing, right? Cause you, the first three or four or five years, like I really couldn't quit because I didn't have anything to go to. Uh, but as you get older and as you get more mature and more successful, especially Uh, This is actually what kills a lot of entrepreneurs and successful people because we all see these people, right? Who like make some shit and they start going and they get some money, they get a house, they get some cars, they fucking, they get there. Then, you know, you check back in a year and they got a story about how they had to reevaluate and readjust, right? They got some bullshit. No motherfucker, you lost your shit. Right. Okay. And the reason you lost your shit is because you walked around and thought you fucking won and you didn't fucking win. So how do you keep out of that mentality of that you won when you actually haven't even really fucking started? Well, there's a couple things. One, you got to cultivate that idea that you don't have any other options but to succeed. Okay, there's no the only other option for me at this point. Like, dude, I still believe that. Like, you heard me start to say it. Yeah. Like I started to say it. Yeah. What am I else am I gonna do? What am I gonna go dig holes? Right. That's so ingrained in me yeah. that it, for me it's still true. You see what I mean? Even though it's not true. Right. Fuck, dude. I could go get fucking eight figures a year to run a bunch of companies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I like this company, and I think it's going to beat all those companies. Yeah. So I stay here. Yeah. But my point is, is that the first thing you got to do is convince yourself uh, and remind yourself that, like, dude, you you don't have any other options but to go. Like, what's your option, bro? Half-ass your whole fucking life? This is true for all of you. Yeah. What are you going to half-ass your whole fucking life, be a fat piece of shit, lazy, contribute nothing, be unhappy with your body and your fucking image and who the fuck you are your whole life and then die? Yeah, That's not even a life. It's not even a fucking life. And, and that's the life, if you want an idea of what the media is about, that's the life they put on you. Remember what I talked about last, what was that last show? Was that CTI where I talked about how they want everybody to be average and shit? Yeah, Yeah, motherfucker. That's the proof right there. You already know that that's true. Yeah. You already know that's not the life you want to live. But you let these motherfuckers push that shit on you with their marketing, their message, all this shit in society, all these values they push come through Hollywood, media, the fucking social media, big blue check accounts. And you're sitting here thinking this is a conspiracy theory? <laughs> Fuck, dude. You are not meant to do that for your entire life. So it's important that you remember that's your other option. Like, that sounds like shit to me. Now, some of you might probably not on this show, but some people might be okay with that. We're not okay with that here. All right. The other thing to remind yourself and, and, and to do is like, you know, I post this thing on my story uh, talking about how the difference between me and everybody else is, if everybody else was me, they'd be out rolling fucking yachts and dude, I could do that shit literally, and you know this. Yeah. I could do this shit every fucking day, bro. I could be on a yacht every day balling bigger than any, any, of the people you see online, not even fucking close. But what do you see? You see me in here working my ass off. You see me in here sweating. You see sweat stains in my motherfucking hat. Okay. You know why? Because I know I ain't shit. I don't believe the headlines about myself. I don't believe like what other people see in me. I know I'm a fucking ant in the game and my competitors, they're not other supplement companies or other apparel companies or, or fucking. uh or fucking, you know, industry. No, 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 dude. My competitor is my potential. Mm. My competitor is what the fuck I could be. And I know for damn well that I could be easily as good as a Phil Knight or a fucking uh, any of these motherfuckers. Yeah. So I'm going to give a hell to get there. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, dude, while, while other people think that they like, if you took a regular person and served them in my life, they'd be like, oh, dude, fuck, I'm king yeah. of the world, motherfucker. No. That's the difference. I know I'm not shit. That's why I show up every motherfucking day and give it everything I fucking have. And that has to do with the goals I set for myself. Okay. When I look at competitors, I don't look at fucking uh, other companies that are similar sizes as me. I look at fucking iconic brands that have, that have been around for 40, 50, 60, 70, 100 years. I look at Nike's. I look at fucking um, you know, Coca-Cola. I look at fucking Pepsi. I look at fucking McDonald's. I look at Walmart, okay? I ain't shit, and I'm very aware of it. The, pro- the reason you see these fuckers around flossing around town in their fucking leased car is because they are comparing themselves to the other motherfuckers that are doing that. I'm, I don't compare myself to those people. I compare myself to these people who have built something iconic over a fucking lifetime. And guess what? That keeps me going. That keeps me from realizing uh, you know, that, that I'm, I have built a pretty good life and understanding that I got to keep moving, not just for me, but for everybody else here and ever all of our customers and everybody that's involved in everything I do. Like I want to take it as far as I can so that we can get the most benefit for that growth. And dude, uh, you know, people don't get that, you know, they get a little coin, they get a little flash and they fucking run wild and they lose their shit, you know? So that's why I don't quit. Because I know I ain't shit and I got a long way to go and I I remind myself of that every fucking day.
0: Oh, man. Yeah.
1: Fuck, guys. (laughs) Man, fuck. Well... That's fucking three, man. I mean, bro, look. That's real shit. Yeah. You know, like, if you want to be fucking, if you want to be a legend, you better compare yourself to motherfucking legends. Not fucking Joe Schmo with fucking 687,000 Instagram followers who gets fucking 14 comments on his posts. Okay? So, anyway, yeah. that's the show. It's the show, man. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Share the show.
0: Yeah. Went from sleeping on the flow. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bow. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold Bad bitch. Booty swole. Got her on bank road. Can't fold Doesn't know. Head.